Are you listening? Damn. Hello, I'm Sean Brewster, and thank you for joining us on CEA Audio. This is where you'll catch our Q&A show, past episodes of CEA TV, our YouTube show, keynote speeches, and a host of other things. Thanks for being here, guys, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to this episode of CEA TV. I'm here today with Brian Carver. Brian, thank you for having me in your clinic. We're here at the Thrive Wellness Centre in WA in Perth. Correct. I've been told by a couple of people now over in over here in Perth that I need to come and see you and have a chat and find out about you and your story and your business. And I've just wandered in through the front door here and seen the place and it's pretty impressive. So congratulations. Thank you. On putting this together. For those of you who don't know you, uh, who might be watching or listening, can you tell us a little bit about your story? We were chatting just before how you started your business in your parents' rumpus room or That's games right. room at home, That's right? That's right. 26 years ago. 26 years ago. You don't look old enough to be, you have That's been right. in business for 26. You're doing yeah. something right health-wise for yourself Absolutely. too. Absolutely, yes. So you started it with humble beginnings as a what? How old? As, as a 19-year-old. 19. So you started quite young. Very young, straight from high school. Like myself. Straight into the course. Knew what you wanted to do early exactly on. exactly what I needed to do. And, and it has not changed a bit. And it hasn't changed. Okay. So take us from 19 to 26 years later now where we are. Yeah, so still very, very passionate about what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, the main goal is helping people and um, understanding their issues. Okay. So keeping that in mind, I um, started with remedial massage and started uh, feeling around the muscles and, and working out what was going on mm-hmm. and uh, studied to be a naturopath, did my honours in herbal medicine, uh, Postgrad in acupuncture and Chinese medicine, and was this all in quick succession? So you studied, just really, kept going. You just said kept remedial going. massage, and went. I need more. Straight. Well, I was already in naturopathy. You're already in naturopathy. I was already there. Okay. The the remedial massage was part of the okay. naturopathy course back gotcha. then. So you started with a naturopathy course. Yes. I started practicing as a remedial therapist first. As soon as I got my my you know Piece certificate, and gotcha. uh, I was off. Yep. And that yeah. was here in Perth. That was here in Perth. Okay. Yeah. And then went on to do. Uh, herbal medicine. Herbal medicine. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Chinese medicine. Chinese medicine was a postgrad with acupuncture. Okay. That was a 10 months add-on. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I uh, had a mentor who was an osteopath. Yep. Very uh, famous osteopath in Perth, because mm-hmm. there's not many of them. And he took me under his belt. Um, I was very, very fortunate to have uh, him guide me. It's nice to have somebody to kind of take you by the hand and say, Absolutely. let me show you some things. Yeah. So that, that was great. And then uh, I've just kept adding on. So the patients keep getting more and more and mm-hmm. I just incorporate all my knowledge mm-hmm. into that one session okay. and we, we mix it up. Every session is totally different to how you present on the day. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, a lot of people that I know are chronic students, as in they'll study and then they'll study something else and something else and they never feel like they've found their thing. Now, 26 years in, with, with, a, with a, a flurry of study at the beginning, yeah. do you feel like you've got it? Do you feel like this is you now, or do you need more? Yeah, no, no. I was done, done you know, 20 years ago. Okay, you got your um, film. I got my six years, that mm-hmm. was it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was very focused on getting all those boxes ticked. Yep. And uh, I got exactly what I needed. It's a very broad approach now you've got. So you've got the manual therapy massage sort of approach yeah. with some osteopathic stuff as well. That's right. You've got the, the naturopathy, which will have some nutritional medicine and that kind of whole holistic health approach. Correct. And then the other side of the coin, which is that again, but in Chinese medicine. Yeah. Do you ever have difficulty changing hats between those things? Not at all. Okay. Yeah. It comes very natural mm-hmm. to mix it up. And uh, I prescribe herbs, I prescribe nutritional, 
uh, tablets in, in, in yep. medicine. Yep. Um, I prescribe homeopathy. Um, it just really depends on what condition they present with yep. for me to reach out and pick the right supplement or the right herbal preparation okay. for them. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. And do you find yourself now doing more or less of those things as time goes by? Does herbal medicine, for example, do you use less of that for six months, 12 months, and then you go more into acupuncture? Or does it sort of even itself it's, out and it's, it's consistent? It's always consistent. Okay. Yeah. So you've obviously found your little niche within that. I have. Yeah, I have. Right. So the patients come in, we treat them, and while they're getting treatment, I generally ask, this is feeling a bit tight. Do you have muscle spasms? Mm-hmm. Do you take magnesium? Okay. You recommend this yep. way. You come yeah. at it from a lot of different angles. You've got inflammation. I can see the inflammation. What are you taking for the inflammation? Blah, 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 blah. Yep. You may need this. Turmeric might work. I've got this formula that I've tried. This is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And with, with, with prescribing things, the, the key that I find is the dose. Okay. If you don't have the dose correct, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of patients say, oh, natural medicines, you know, does it really work? Well, it only works if you have the correct dose. Okay. And I explain it very simply to the patients. If you had a headache tomorrow and you took a quarter of a Panadol, it would never do anything. But if you took two Panadols, it may get rid of your headache. Mm-hmm. So for it to work, you need the correct dose. You correct amount. So lucky for me, I've studied all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I know exactly the correct amount. And I'll prescribe it. And you've spent this enough is what time you need. working that out. Yeah. yeah. So from your parents' lounge room or wherever you're yes. practicing to what? What was the next step? To a gym. Okay. I hired out a, a room within a, a gym. Very small room mm-hmm. in the gym. Yep. Tiny. You just sort of stepped into it. There'll be a lot of people watching right now going, that sounds like my clinic. Yeah. I'm working yeah. in the back, back of a gym, yeah. which was, was, once awesome. a sto- was once a storeroom. And, so yeah. um, I, I spent three years there. Okay and uh, built a really good rapport and, and I got a good reputation amongst the aerobics people and the powerlifters and the bodybuilders and the runners that were training there as well. Sure. And then uh, I made the step to opening up a clinic uh, along Abernethy Road in Belmont, not too far from here. Mm-hmm. And the gym was in Belmont as well. So I've spent my whole uh, 26 years in one area. Okay. And I think there's some wisdom in that. Absolutely. Owning that space, yes. yeah, rather yeah. than reinventing yourself every time yes. you have to move across a suburb or across a city. Definitely. Yeah, establish it. And are you seeing patients now that you saw 26 years ago? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. And their kids? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Their and wives. Their, yep. Their kids and their parents and mm-hmm. their brothers and their sisters. Yeah. And it becomes a real family thing, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Mm. 90% of my business is word of mouth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Even with this impressive building. Mm-hmm. It's at a pretty, pretty special spot location-wise. Mm-hmm. Close to a river. And we, got, still, yeah. we still get 90% referral. Okay. Word of mouth. Yeah, right. Yeah. That speaks volumes for the business. Yeah. So, parents' home, gym, established commercial practice. Commercial practice with myself, uh, a naturopath, a remedial massage therapist mm-hmm. for a time, you know, two, three, four, five staff, mm-hmm. and it always fluctuated. Yeah, people came, people left. Which is the case in every health practice, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Biggest nightmare. Yeah. But we need to keep doing it. We can't stop. Yeah. Because we need help. Mm. If you want to treat volume, mm-hmm. because patients are happy with your delivery, they want to refer. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, you'll be fully booked. 
Sure. And that's not the idea. The idea is not to be fully booked. The idea is to help people with their pain. Interesting. Okay. So you need to put yourself out on the line. Yeah. Find these willing people that want to come and work with you. Mm-hmm. And I have always mentored them and given them the guidelines that I had that I was so fortunate to have. Gotcha. I bring them in for three months. I let them view me in practice. Mm-hmm. I teach them. I guide them in their strengths. Okay. So I find we work together a lot. Yep. So you try to play to their natural strengths. Absolutely. Yep. And yep. I always tell them I don't want them to do anything that they don't like doing. So if you don't like doing aromatherapy massage, I don't want you doing aromatherapy massage. Mm-hmm. I want you doing a deep tissue treatment. Sure. You need to do what you're passionate about. Yeah. Or else you're not going to deliver that. 100%. And you're going to go and work somewhere else. You're going to go work somewhere else. My patients won't be satisfied. Mm-hmm. They're going to come back to me and go, what was that all about? Mm-hmm. That was a terrible treatment. Sure, sure. You know, so we don't want that. Yep. And uh, it's, it's worked out that way really okay. well. Right. Yeah. And you were so early days, there was four, five, six therapists in the clinic. Yes. You moved on from there to here? To here three years ago. Okay. That was a big move. And it's a, you can't tell from the video, but it's a, it's a big building. It's a 450 how, square meter building. How many put it in clinic rooms have we got in this space? We have seven clinic rooms. Seven clinic rooms plus a yoga studio. And, and a uh, rehabilitation gym right. space. Yep. Um, the gym is small. Mm-hmm. It's uh, for exercise physiologists to work out of. Mm-hmm. We can work maybe two two patients at a time. Yep. The yoga room can fit twenty patients in there, so right. it's a big space. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I I moved in here and knocked down walls and purpose built mm-hmm. the place, and it flows really, really well. Yeah, it's a nice looking space. Yeah. And the rooms aren't small either, by the look of it. This I mean, room you're is massive. Room at the moment, yeah. All the other rooms are, are quite large size. as well. Which adds a, a sense of uh, a nice feel to the place when you're not in a cramped space as well, but particularly it as is. a therapist. It's, it's very fortunate. Of mm. course, your, your um, outgoings are, are large. So you've got to have volume and you've mm. got to train those people that are working for you. Mm. At the moment, including our yoga instructors, we have about 22 staff. It's a big deal. So it's a big, it's a big step. And yeah. we grew overnight. Okay. From five, six in the Abernethy little home that we had, mm. we were running, to this building. We just had to step it up. So yeah. we opened our doors and bang. Funny thing happens when there's a, the rent to pay. Absolutely. Right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And when you first opened, did you seek out staff or did you have them come to you and say, oh, is there any room here? Could I work here? Or does both happen? Most of them we seeked out. Okay. We put an ad in, we put our feelers out yep. and people came. Okay. Okay. But we do get the patient um, one or two every six months that pop in and give us their resume. Sure. But it's difficult to just take somebody on. Yeah. You know, you've got to really be ready for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've got to have the space. Gotcha. You've got to have the patients that are wanting to book in and you Mm -hmm. can't fit them in Mm -hmm. for you to reach out and get more. There'll be plenty of people watching this who will have that situation where they go, great, I've been offered a job at this clinic. It's fantastic. I need more work. I'm going to go and work there. And they turn up and there's no patients for them. There's no work. There was just an empty room that the clinic owner wanted to have somebody. There's no one there to fill the need. So I think worse than that, as as an employee going into a place when there's no demand, you want to walk into the demand. 
And even when there's a demand, mm. and I hire somebody new, they need to feel their way around. Mm. They need to communicate with the reception staff. They need to... So I get everybody to come and try them. So yep. everyone knows that person's strength. Sure. And then when the phones ring, oh, I'm looking for this. Oh, yeah, I know just the person. Mm. This girl will you know, fit yeah, for yeah. what you're looking for. Would you say, and I, I think this is the case for a lot of, in a lot of businesses, that the reception staff are, are really key staff within Absolutely. a business? Absolutely. You, know, you can't just have, you've got to have great therapists, yeah. but that front line, yeah. that reception desk, the staff there are just as important as the therapist because they're the ones triaging. You need to see this person. Oh, yes. And they're building rapport, so they're getting the trust from the, the moment that people walk through the door. Yeah. So that's you know that that's a challenge for you as a business owner too. It's been a massive challenge. Mm. Yeah. So now we have uh, my wife Christina, who's the general manager. She mm. manages, you know, the business. Sure. And then uh, her sister, her older sister Cara, we stole her from the ANZ bank <laughs> management. Yep. yep. She was a top manager for ANZ for right. many many years, and um, I'm very pleased that she came and joined us here. So she manages every staff. Okay. So I train, they manage, mm-hmm. and they train their reception staff. Right. So between the five receptionists that we have, um, they're working really, really well. Yeah. They know exactly where to push that patient that walks in. Gotcha. So you've got a real family business. I've got a family business. Yeah. Yeah. Did you choose your wife with this in mind? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she chose you with this in mind. <laughs> Yeah, we've yeah. known each other for a while. It just worked that way. It just worked that way. Yeah, that's she had really a nice. successful business as mm-hmm. well. And when we started our family, she closed that down, and okay. and then we, you know, we merged and yep. opened this up. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's a pretty rare thing when you get husband, wife, or two people in a couple to go into business together and, yes. and for it to work well. Yes. Often there'll be a little bit of a power play. Particularly, I think it, I think it'd be even harder if you're both therapists, both trying to run the business and do it your way. But you've kind of divided and conquered, right? Yeah. Your wife and her sister yeah. manage the administrative side of things. Yeah. You manage the therapists and what goes on in the clinic rooms. It's, and just, it's and working out just life. really perfectly. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That's yeah. great. Do you have any struggles separating work from life, from home life? I imagine that it never really stops, right? You it go doesn't home, stop. Do you ever have to say to each other, let's not talk about work tonight? Does that happen? It does happen. Yeah. yeah. My wife does not like speaking about business at home. Doesn't she? Okay. No. She doesn't. Would you happily I, do it all day? I would day, do it all day long, yeah. all night long, know, in my sorry. dream. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not great in the in the morning, right? But she speaks really well in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I like to to be at night. So okay. It doesn't work. So we just um, yep. Just don't do it. Sure. We do it here. We have meetings. We respect have, that uh, space. Yeah. We yeah. have uh, times that we meet mm-hmm. with the staff, with sure. the reception staff, and we and we have our our weekly yep. meetings. And you've got three young children now. Three young children. Which is a common story for a lot of people in business. Yeah. You know, they've got to dedicate themselves to their business wholeheartedly, otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah. Invest yourself. But then there's this family that needs you as well. Yes. How do you juggle that? So I'm I know very, this, you're open fortunate. here long hours, right? Long hours. Yeah. Seven o'clock we open and we close at eight. And uh, I work long hours, but I work different hours every day. Okay. And I've always you done stagger that. Stagger it across Absolutely. the week. So... Yeah. Monday to Friday now. Mm-hmm. I did uh, Saturdays for the first 18 months we opened, and mm-hmm. then I pegged back. Mm-hmm. And now I do Monday to Friday. Some mornings I'm here early, 
and I finish at two and I go pick the kids up from school. Nice. Yeah, I spend the afternoon with them, cooking and playing and fighting and carrying on. <laughs> and then uh, some days I'm here till eight o'clock at night yep. where I get home at and you'll start later. 9.30 after a yoga class. At sure. Work. So yep. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. We, we both like to work hard. Gotcha. So it works. Right. And where you run is obviously you feel like you've been successful at this point. It certainly looks like you've got some great success going on here. You've got the team. You've got a, a wide variety of therapists. Do you feel like you need more at this point? Do you want to go bigger? Is there going to be another Thrive Clinic? Like what? What's, Definitely not. What's in the future? Is I this, think one is clinic this is enough. Yep. I tried a, a second clinic probably 15 years ago. It was very challenging. Mm. Um, so I, I abandoned that ship. Yep. I pegged it back down to the one, and I and I really like this this size clinic. I've got a I've got an idea that I'm trying to to see if it works. Yep. And uh, and uh, you know we've been giving it a go. It's very challenging to to keep the staff here and motivated mm-hmm. like I am, and uh, constantly um, stimulate them with their new challenges with their new patients and that's a battle right because no one will ever be as passionate about this business as you yeah that's right and you can't expect them to be can't expect them to no they're they're not as emotionally financially whatever invested into it as you will be so your job is to be a little bit of a you know a troop rallier you gotta yeah you gotta tell them them you gotta tell them uh, when they're doing a great job yep and we have surveys so our patients let us know Mm -hmm. that's we're doing a great job good and every month we relay that message mm-hmm. to our team. Great. And I'm, uh, I fly in and out of their rooms all the time getting mm-hmm. treatment myself. So I yep. keep a very close eye yeah. on each and every finger on the pulse. 22 staff that I have. Yeah, yep. right. I love it. And of those staff, you've got a very interesting mix because it's, it's quite difficult for anyone that's been in a multi-modality practice to get that mix right to the, in the way that nobody feels threatened yes. by other people. At the same time, you can complement what they're doing and you can share patients around in a way that helps these patients. Yes. What have you got? So you're a, a jack of all trades. You've got a lot of stuff yes. going on. Yeah. Then you've got remedial therapists. I have remedial. I have, How many uh, of those? I have six remedial therapists. Right. I have uh, a physio. Yes. And an OT. Okay. Um, we have a team of exercise physiologists that okay. are repairing patients mm-hmm. chronically gotcha. and acutely. Yep. And I have two chiropractors. Right, and a lot of them nowadays are doing their dry needling, um, so that's become a bit of a, fl- a flavour, yeah. which is really good. Sure. It's really helped them develop their skill a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And now the other ones who haven't done it are looking into it. Sure. So before you know it, most of them would be yeah. needling. It's a common thing now. We yeah. use ultrasound machines. We use tens machines. Mm-hmm. We really we use cupping and yeah, yeah mixture. We, we mix it up. It's unusual, and I'll say this with a little bit of tongue in cheek, but it's, a, it's unusual to have a physio and a chiro in the one clinic, yes. full stop. Yeah. But then when you have all these other things going on, that's, yeah. that's quite rare. It is. It's, it, not, not that physio and chiro don't agree on the way, the way patients are managed or the way they manage things. It's just uncommon to have that, that, com- that combination. You, you either go to the chiropractor or you go to the physio. That's sort of how people work. I don't think there's too many clinics like this no, all through Australia. I haven't seen any either. Yeah, not many. I've travelled around and, mm. and been to a lot of clinics through Melbourne, Sydney mm-hmm. and Queensland and I haven't seen any right. of this mix. As you've brought in new 
practitioners, yeah. have you had interesting, surprising conversations about their fears? Like, do they come out and say, oh, yeah, I don't really want to work in absolutely. a clinic with six other remedial therapists. How am I going to get any patients? Yeah. Or I'm a chiropractor. I don't really want to work alongside an OT because I don't think that, that what, you know, have you had those conversations? Absolutely. Have you had to... With most of them. Have you had to beat that out of them or do you just send them on their way and get someone else? No, we've had to open the line of communication yep. and really uh, explain to them where I see their importance and how they fit in this jigsaw puzzle. Gotcha. At the end of the day, we need to be there for the patient. Mm-hmm. The patient for me has always been the most important thing. That's the only reason I'm open is sure. to treat patients. Yeah, and you said an interesting thing before. The goal is not to be fully booked it's to help people yeah right and your drive you said the first thing that motivated you was you wanted to help people with their health you don't do that by being fully booked because you're in your own capacity you do that by opening a business that has 22 staff and you can multiply yourself yes and your impact on the world absolutely right yeah that's why i'm a teacher yes i get bored just helping one patient at a time yeah i want to help thousands and hundreds of thousands of patients by teaching other therapists to be great. I'll still treat patients forever because I love it, Yeah. but I, I need more. And you, you tick that box by having a big business, I tick it by treating, so I completely understand, or by uh, teaching, I should yeah. say, so I understand the And motivation. each person that comes in here, mm. I really bring them in. I want to see what they are doing as a chiropractor mm-hmm. because they're different. You know, I've had seven chiropractors in the last seven years work for me. Yeah. And they've all been a little bit different. And like I said, you want them to play to their strengths, right? Absolutely. So you want to see that this person's great with elder, elderly people. Yes. This one's great with sports injuries. Yeah. So you can direct your patients yeah. accordingly. Yeah. yeah, good. And, and, and even more specific than that. Gotcha. You know, hip, sacroiliac, neck, yeah. upper back, shoulder. So sure. we're really pinpointing mm-hmm. their strengths yeah. and who's the best at that. Mm. And then I refer my patient. Yeah confidently to that to that person to that yeah. practitioner and the patients will trust that and they always come back absolutely blown away yep and that's the idea gotcha. that's that's the whole idea of it talk just quickly now to other therapists who are building their business and maybe see themselves in a place like this one day multi-modality practice taking on lots of staff what's worked best for you to get to that point has it been Motivating staff by internal professional development has it been keeping the communication lines open? Has it been just keeping your finger on everyone's pulse? What, what, what has worked for you? I don't know if it has worked for me to tell you door the truth. Okay, I've had uh, I don't know over a hundred people work for me in that yep. time. You feel like you're constantly having that revolving door. Mm. You know, people leave, people fall pregnant and have babies and start their families and move over east and fall in love and get married and, and don't come back. Sure. You know, um, it constantly happens. Yeah. Physically break down, they mentally break down. Mm-hmm. There are dozens and dozens of It's the nature of, of this game. Issues though, that, mm. that has been there. So I think you need to have patience mm-hmm. and you need to realise that nothing is forever mm-hmm. and to try and build that person to their best Right. And uh, keep keep it going. Yeah. When they get to their capacity, get somebody else in. Mm-hmm. And and that takes time, you know. You will get somebody sitting around for three months yep. doing really minimal work. 
how do you motivate that person to stay? So that that's the hardest part. Right. Although I tell them from the beginning, this might happen. You're going to be quiet, mm. and you're going to feel deflated, like, "Wow, I'm really terrible at my job," <laughs> because people are not coming back. Yeah. But it takes time. It yeah. takes years to build. I started as a one-man show. I can say it probably took me three and a half to four years before I was very busy. That sounds reasonable. That's a, that number sounds about right. All right. Yeah. I've met people who have struck it lucky, been in the right place at the right time. There's already a good flow of clientele and, yes. they, and they've got it. Yes. And they can build it fast. Yes. But that's from, different. From scratch. Yeah. From scratch. Yeah. That's the time. Mm. So when I take somebody on now with this clinic that's seeing hundreds of people a week, mm. They take about six months to get to a comfortable level. Sure. But for those six months, it's quite deflating. Yeah. And, yeah. You've got to, and like you said, you've got to warn them. You've got to hang in there, guys. You've got to hang in there, hang in there. And all of a sudden, it just turns And you, you look at your book and you go, oh, hang on yeah. a second. I'm actually fully booked today yeah. and again tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. And you see it in their face. Mm. Their face starts to mm. liven up and they get their confidence and they start behaving the way that they, they are. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. To begin with. Yeah, yeah. It just takes time. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's great. You must feel like a little bit of a father in yeah, this place, right? I do. Yeah. And having been in the industry for 26 years, that, yeah. and there's, I don't know many therapists who have been in, in the health industry for that long. I think I've been around a long time at 20 years, but 26 is yeah, it's it's a, a long, long time. time. So you must feel like you know, your heart's in this place. It's not just your head and, no. you know, and your hands. I was very, very fortunate from day one. Mm. I knew exactly what I wanted. My yeah. heart was there yep. and it has not stopped. That's great. One bit. That's great. Yeah, I love it. And that is why people will come and work for you and with you and stay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because they'll so. feel that and pick up on that. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And why patients stay? That's why the patients will stay as well. The patients stay. Yeah. Yeah. I see patients today that I've first started seeing at my mum and dad's yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. It's quite amazing. That's great. I probably have half a dozen of them. Yep. That, that's still that here. That's still here. From day one. You haven't fixed them yet? What's going on? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Well, congratulations on all your success so far. It's only been three years in at this place, like you yeah. said, so I'm sure it's only going to grow and grow and grow. Uh, I'd be interested to chat to you in another few years. You said you're not going to go bigger, but who knows? Oh, look, we've got a few more therapists to fill in to get that right capacity number. Yep. And, uh, and then... I'll be very, very happy yeah. to just maintain it awesome. at this level. Great. I appreciate your time, Good on you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me in here today. Thanks for watching, guys. Hey, we'll guys. Thanks so much for giving us your time. We really hope you enjoyed that. Please give us a rating. If you like what you heard, let us know. If you didn't like what you heard, let us know as well. Your feedback is important. Thank you, and we'll catch you on the next one.